0: Never make any habits because habit, whether good or bad, is of no use. Habit makes you mechanical. You do a certain thing, whether it is good or bad, you do that thing because it has become a habit. You are not doing it with awareness. You are doing it just because it has become a habit. Habit is bad. There are no bad habits. There are no good habits. Habit is bad. And one should be awake. So there are no habits. You simply live moment to moment with full awareness and not by habits. Habit forces you to do certain things, you are a victim of your habit, you become a slave of your habit. Mind is habitual, mind is mechanical, the mind has no intelligence. Mind is not your intelligence. Mind can be intellectual, which is a very poor substitute for intelligence. Intellectuality is mechanical. Mind is mechanical. It is your heart that has the intelligence. To meditate is to focus on your breathing. To meditate is to focus on your heart. A man who follows his heart is an intelligent man. Always remember this. He speaks less, he observes more. He is less focused on the outside and more focused within. He is a man of awareness, he is engrossed within. He is tuned to his heart. A man of awareness trains his mind to be a servant of the heart. He makes logic serve love and then his life becomes a festival of lights. An ignorant man follows his mind, he becomes a slave of his mind and then life becomes a a series of miseries. The more you follow your mind, the more you are becoming habitual. In the 15th century in the state of Maharashtra, one great saint lived and his name was Eknath. People called him Saint Eknath. And millions of devotees followed him. They had witnessed many miracles by the blessings of this great saint, Saint eknath His compassion, his love, his grace, they all had been truly touched by the omnipresence of this great saint who once walked on this planet. And it happened that one day St. Ekanath decided to go on a pilgrimage. The pilgrimage was to last for one year because he had to visit all the sacred places of the country. And it was a great privilege to be with St. Ekanath. So many people, a thousand people were travelling with him. The thief of the town also came and said, I know that I am a thief and not worthy enough to be a member of your religious group, but give me a chance, I would like to come for the pilgrimage. Saint Ekonath said, It will be difficult, because one year is a long time and you may start stealing people's things. You may cause trouble, please drop this idea." But the thief was insistent. He said, For one year I will drop stealing, but I have to come, and I promise you that for one year I will not steal a single thing from anybody. Saint Egonath agreed. But within few days the trouble started and the trouble was this Things started disappearing from people's luggage And even more puzzling because nobody was stealing them Things would disappear from somebody's bag and they would be found in somebody else's bag After a few days the man in whose bag they would be found would say i have not done anything i really don't know how these things have come to be in my bag and this happened with many of the people who were following saint eknath and eknath suspected so one night he pretended to sleep but he was awake he watched the thief appeared in the middle of the night and he started changing things from one person's luggage to another person's bag. Ekanath caught him red-handed and he said, What are you doing? And you had promised. The thief said, I am following my promise. I have not stolen a single thing, but this is my old habit. In the middle of the night, if I don't do some mischief, it is impossible for me to sleep. And for one year, not to sleep. You can understand how difficult it can be. You are a man of compassion. You should be compassionate towards me. And I am not stealing. Things are found again and again. They don't go anywhere but are just exchanged from one person's bag to the another person's bag. And moreover, after one year, I have to start my stealing again, so it will be a good practice. This is how habit becomes your master. And that is why a person who is always thinking about the past will also think and try to dig in the past of a scent. it is the habit he just cannot stop he has to do it and he goes on doing it he thinks he is doing it but it is his habit that makes him do it habit is the theory of karma each action that you repeat or each thought becomes more and more powerful Then you are in the grip of it. Then you are imprisoned in the habit. Then you live the life of an imprisoned man, a slave. And imprisonment is very subtle. It is of your habits and conditioning and the actions that you have done. It is all around your body and you are entangled in it. But you go on thinking that you are doing it. In reality, it is the habit that makes you do it. When you get angry, you think you are doing it. You rationalize it and you say that the situation demanded it. These are rationalizations. That's how your ego goes on thinking that you are still the boss but you are not. Anger comes out of old patterns, out of the past, and when anger comes, you try to find an excuse for it. The whole mechanism of habit is that you need not be conscious about it. It has become a mechanical part of you, a part of your robotic mind. It does things by itself. Habit takes every action to its end with more perfection because habit is mechanical and machines don't commit mistakes. So habit dominates most of the crowd and it is one of the most important things to get out of the domination of habit. For a meditative man, it is necessary To move from a mechanical mind to consciousness. You will have to bring more and more consciousness not only when there is something important but while walking be more conscious, while talking be more conscious, even listening to your wife be more conscious. Who listens to his own wife She goes on saying things and you know what she is saying. You have heard them so many times. Who listens to her own husband? Who listens? People go on talking. Who bothers? Scientists say that we are only 2% alert. 98% we are insensitive. We are afraid. There are so many things happening. If all those things become available, we will go mad. But one has to become more sensitive. You will not go mad. Closing yourself to life, you have become mad. Open up. Listen to everything. Noise also has to be listened as you listen to music. And if you listen attentively, you will be surprised to know that noise is also music and if you don't listen attentively music is also noise and if you don't listen attentively music sounds like noise. When can you listen to something attentively? Only when your mind is not lost in the past. Only when your mind is not thinking about the future. Only when your mind is here in this now moment. To meditate is to be here now. To meditate is to live in the isness of the moment. Isness should become the way of your life. To live in the moment, only a man of awareness lives moment to moment. He is not bothered about the past and not worried about the future. A yogi is simply living in the isness of the moment. Yakusan says, "Isness is my business." That is my business also, that has been the business of the Buddhas, a single business bringing people to business, to here and now. Learning to live in the moment does not need a training course. Just look at the bird outside your window, it is happy to pick a grain. And then it takes a round in the sky and comes back, picks up another grain and then goes back, enjoys the moment. The bird is not bothered about the past and the bird is not worried about the future. It is simply happy to be here now, living moment to moment. Be like a bird. Whenever you feel low, look at that bird. That bird can motivate you only if you are observing it with total awareness, total consciousness. There has been a great misunderstanding between life and time. Time is thought to be consisting of three tenses Past tense, present tense and future tense Which is wrong Time consists only of past and future It is life which consists of the present So those who want to live for them There is no other way than to live this moment only the present moment is existential when you are doing a certain action in a conscious way your action is not automatized it is not mechanical it is not habitual it is not robotic it has a certain grace there is a certain fragrance Of awareness to your action Your habit is no more mechanized It is a conscious action Buddha says When you stand up, stand up consciously When you sit down, sit down consciously When you say something, say it very consciously When you listen to something, listen consciously When you are eating eat consciously. If you learn cycling in the beginning it is very difficult. For the simple reason that you are too conscious and there are many things to be conscious of. You have to take care of the handles where they are moving the direction. You have to take care of And you don't have any habit so many times you will fall down but as it becomes more and more habitual a transition from consciousness to the mechanical part of your being takes place it is being done every day the conscious mind learns a thing and then delivers it to the mechanical mind then the conscious mind is free again and the mechanical mind goes on doing all the things repeating it again and again. This is the natural way to make things simple but as far as your growth of consciousness is concerned it is against you. It is efficient in tune with nature but not in tune with a higher nature that is the cosmos The conscious cosmos where every action has to be conscious and this reminds me of a very insightful story Gautam Buddha was walking on the road he was still not enlightened he was coming closer and closer and closer he was just on the verge of enlightenment It was just a few days before he became enlightened that this incident happened. They were moving. He had five disciples with him. A fly came and sat on his head. And he went on talking with Ananda, his disciple, and mechanically moved his hand and the fly went away. Then he stopped suddenly because he had done that movement of the hand without awareness and to him that was the only wrong thing in life to do anything without awareness without being conscious and so buddha stood and again took his hand through the same posture of waving away the fly although there was no fly anymore still He waved his hand consciously. Ananda was just surprised at what he was doing and he said, The fly you have brushed away from your face long before, what are you doing now? There is no fly. And Buddha said, What I am doing now is that I am moving my hands consciously with total consciousness last time i moved my hand mechanically it was a mistake now i am doing as i should have done just to teach me a lesson so that never again anything like this happens now i am moving my hands with full awareness The fly is not the point, the point is whether in my hand there is awareness, a certain consciousness, a certain grace, a certain compassion, love or not. Now it is right, it should have been this way, the conscious way. And this is the basic message of Buddha that awareness should be in every action consciousness should prevail over all actions and then there is a certain grace to our actions then there is a music to our life habit makes your actions robotic every habit has to be made aware and then there is a song to it a certain grace to your action. In the beginning it will be difficult because you have been always putting the mechanical mind in use, but now let the consciousness take over. Try anything that has become mechanical to do it consciously. You will have difficulties because the result may not be so good, don't be worried about the result because your goal is to do an action with total awareness the action will take a little longer but it will be more graceful when you change the habit back to the conscious mind there is tremendous joy once a man's whole life become conscious There is nothing more to be achieved. There is no repentance possible because whatever he has done, he has done fully consciously. There is no question of looking back. Memories are part of the mechanical mind. The mechanical mind accumulates memories the same way your computer accumulates memories because the computer will have to do those same things again and again it has to accumulate memories but when you transfer habits back to consciousness you will be suddenly freed from the past there is no question of carrying any memories if you want you can remember something consciously but memories cannot float in your mind on their own without any permission or even against you don't make any action a habit because then you are getting trapped then there is no chance to act consciously you act mechanically and the higher purpose of life is to move from the mechanical mind to the conscious mind. Habit makes you a robot. Habit makes you mechanical. You lose your natural way of doing things. You do a certain action because it has become a habit. And that is how you continue to feed your mechanical mind the day you start moving from the mechanical mind towards consciousness. You are no more stuck in your past. You are moving on. You are coming out of your past. The more you still the mind, the more you would be able to rejoice in the present moment. Only that man succeeds who is able to be here now in the present moment. And to be here now, the way is to bring consciousness to your action about every habit you can find some way in which you have never done it before it will increase your intensity increase your consciousness and diminish the mechanical part the moment your habit is made aware the moment there is awareness in the actions that you repeat, habit is replaced with conscious action. Then you are doing it, but not mechanically, but very much spiritually. And this is the essence of realizing how awareness can bring grace to your life, how awareness can encourage you to act positively, bring more and more awareness to your life, meditate and let awareness be the anchor of your life. Once your awareness becomes a flame of fire, it burns up the whole slavery that your habitual mind has created. To overcome the mind, the only way is to become more and more conscious. Negative energies, negative people, negative magic and spells are all targeting your consciousness. Because they know that the moment your consciousness is blocked, the more you become ignorant, the more they can cause Harm to you and your self growth. So be aware, you may have many secret enemies, many ill wishers, and yet if you remain conscious, if you focus on living with consciousness, no one can cause harm to you, no situation or person can ever bring you down because consciousness will never let you fail. It will always ensure your well-being. The most precious gift to man is the gift of consciousness. Work on your consciousness. In the beginning, it is going to be difficult. The mind is all over you, but you have to turn around the tables You have to rise above your mind. You have to reach the heart. You have to let consciousness reign over your mind. And then life starts transforming. Then life is no more the same. Then you are no more the same. Then there is a song to it. A music. Then the sky is clear and you are ready to fly. Awareness means you come with an inner light. You move fully alert. Each step is taken in awareness. The walking, the coming, the sitting, everything is done in full awareness. Let there be more and more awareness to your life, meditate.